three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. We're perfectly con- going through Joshua, reading scripture, trying to encourage everyone to be more and more in God's word. And so this is, think of this as a jump start to your daily Bible reading. This is not your Bible reading. So if you listen to this podcast and then that's it for you on Bible reading for the day, shame on you. Um, I do not want this podcast to be that for you. I want it to jumpstart or supplement so that you're doing other reading. And then this is to encourage you to continue on that path of reading God's word. We're in Joshua now, chapter two, and well, they're all getting ready to go into the promised land. So let's see how Joshua leads. He's already told everybody to get ready in three days. Let's see what else Joshua is doing. The last thing the people have asked Joshua to do is to be strong and courageous. So what does it look like to be strong and courageous and trust God? Well, glad you're asked because I think we get a great example of that right here in Joshua. And particularly right here in Joshua chapter 2. So let's start reading in chapter 2 here. And Joshua the son of Nun sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. And they went and came into the house of a prostitute whose name was Rahab and lodged there. And it was told to the king of Jericho, Behold, men of Israel have come here tonight to search out the land. Then the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out all the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, True, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out, went out, and I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in order, in order on the roof. So the men pursued after them on the way to the Jordan, as far as the fords, and the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. And this little stuff there at the end of verse 7. So, you're probably familiar with the story, but let's look at some uh, some realities here of, of warfare and of moving forward with, in faith with what God has told you to do, since most of us won't have to prayerfully deal with warfare. They are going to take over a land that 40 years ago they were going to take over. So here's some assumptions on my part. And I think that there's a lot of evidence toward this. The first time the 12 spies went over to spy out the land, which the king is familiar with because he says they've come to spy out the land, meaning all of the area, because, oh, they've done it before. It's, you know, they, it's probably his father or grandfather told him, hey, watch out for those Israelites. They plan to take this one day. Supposedly, it's their promised land. So, in the meantime, from 40 years ago, they probably started to build up some big walls and strategies amongst the cities together on how to combat this huge group of 3 million plus people. There were 3 million, about 3 million of them when they came out of Egypt 40 years ago. God has blessed them, so we can only assume that they have multiplied. And so, they are a very large community, to say the least. And so Jericho and the other cities in the Promised Land have probably thought through, okay, 
we should probably prepare to defend ourselves against these guys. So that's why Jericho has these massive walls. Joshua's spying them out. He's not doubting that they're going to do this. He knows that God is going before them, but he's being wise and gathering as much intel and information as he can. So he sends two men ahead of them to gather information. And what we find out from them is things about Jericho. Um, and we can only assume from this that he's going to send out the same or they they did go to other places. This is We're just going to find out about Jericho. And a lot of people might spend a lot of time here on the that they went to a prostitute. Well, they went probably to a place where gathering information was easy. Not all that different from today. You don't go to the nice neighborhoods to gather information. You go to the uh, neighborhoods of ill report, I guess, whatever. You go downtown, inner city. You go to where there are people coming and going, foreigners and so on, people that want to are kind of on the fringe to seek out the weaknesses and the strengths and what's the city known, what's what's the law enforcement like, those kind of things. And so um, they weren't seeking what some people might think they would, the only thing you can get from a prostitute. They were seeking intelligence and Rahab ends up being a hero and, and uh, we'll hear about her again, even in the lineage of Jesus. So we want to, tread lightly when we're being maybe um, overthinking them going to a prostitute. They go to this place, this inn, if you will, uh, in a bad section of town, if you will, gather information. Rahab senses that, that these that the Israelites are truly gods, and she decides, well, I'm not going to go against God. I will, I'm going to be found on God's side. And so she hides them and then lies about their whereabouts that yes they did come in here and then tells them of course that they'd actually already pursued and if you go quickly they've already left and if you go quickly pursue them quickly you might overtake them and so that is what happens there um and but again going back to trusting god following god that there are things we need to do we need to continue to collect intelligence we need to continue to uh, move forward, but with wisdom. And so what does that look like? Well, that looks like gathering intelligence and finding out what's the cost to build something. For instance, Jesus will bring that up. Um, <clears throat> and so there's, and there's lots of proverbs about that too, right? So let's consider the cost. Let's see what we're going to do. What are some of our options? God wants us to do X, Y, and Z, but how shall we do X, Y, and Z? How shall we live now in light of the gospel and the new covenant. How shall we love our neighbors? How shall we treat our enemies? All these are, are things that we need to do in light of what God has told us, how we should act, how we should behave, how should we should live our lives. And so that's what's going on here. It's interesting that Joshua is a strategist. He was ready to take the land 40 years ago because he knew God was going with him. So he probably has been thinking about this for 40 years, as the as so have the people that they spied on have been thinking about this 40 years. And don't think for a second, there haven't been many a person to go through the big camps of Israel and then end up in Jericho and other places and going, yeah, well, they're looking forward to one day moving here. This is their promised land. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, so this is a... 
This is a game that everybody's been waiting for for 40 years, and both sides of the table, I think, have been preparing for it. So what have you been preparing for? That's maybe the, the bigger question. In knowing God and falling in love with God and knowing that he saved you, what are you doing to uh, move forward with relationship with God and move forward in what he has for you to do? God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.